1: Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. Rico Beard, Evan Jenkins, and Evan, we're hitting week five already. And Uh season is going by fast. Uh, for some, not fast enough, because I swear to God, if Michigan State loses another game, it's going to be a different type of feel. Uh, at that point, good luck trying to get people interested. Midnight Madness is going to, ironically enough, is next weekend before the Ohio State game. So. Yeah, but before we get into that, um, a couple of Big Ten games. One is, jeez, I, I call it the Battle of the Bottom: Nebraska and Indiana. And even hey, though Indiana's three and one, and here's how bad that is: Nebraska's favorite to win the game, yeah, by five at home. It's crazy. So yeah, this this is a game that you got to be a Big Ten fan to get wrapped up into this. Nebraska's still looking for a coach. I will say this my inside source, the guy who, uh, who was really t- tuned in with the Mel Tucker thing down south, Bill O'Brien, already interviewed. He's a leading candidate for that Nebraska job. Former Penn State coach, went to the pros, coached the Houston Texans. He's the OC at Alabama. And, and kind of, he's not quite as Scotty Hazleton, but I don't think Bama fans are going to cry. When he leaves because the offense isn't as as explosive as it has been in previous years. But look for Bill O'Brien to be one of the guys that Nebraska is seriously looking into into, into
2: hiring. So we kind of foreshadowed that last week. Just talking about Nick Saban's tree and how they all leave. Yeah, so. Become a big time coach. And maybe that's the right thing for them. I I
1: always feel when you hire an alum. There's so much more added would, pressure would, than there already is. I would I'm anti-alum and I am anti drafting the hometown kid because there's just way too much pressure and half the people already hate you and they're waiting for you to make a mistake. Yep. Trust me. Aiden Hutchinson doesn't work out for the Lions. State fans are gonna be like, told you he was a bum. Yeah, it's no different than when Charles Rogers was right. drafted. So I I, I I am never a big fan of that. That was one of the reasons why I was just like, you know what, please pass on Aiden Hutchinson because it's just For too much pressure. Sake. It's too much pressure on the kid to become the savior. Same with being that coach, the alum, because you lived the good old days. Scott Frost, Jim Harbaugh, you, it, it's, it's just Harbaugh caught a reprieve last year, caught lightning in a bottle. But even – I don't think his heart is there because, I mean, he went off and – Looked at Minnesota. He looked at Minnesota. He thought he had the job until Minnesota was like, uh, Jim? You don't have the job We're yet. interviewing people. We're not offering you this job.
2: Yeah, this is a process that we're
1: going right, like, through. I don't know why you're telling people you're getting the job. We we haven't made an offer to anybody yet. God, I would love to see it like a thirty for thirty on that whole situation. Uh, you would never get new. No, you'll never get. You'll the never get the truth. And my God, Jim Harbaugh talking is just awkward.
2: No, I want to see it from outside sources, not uh, necessarily him. Uh, it's just like, all the inner workings. It's like but, what, it's,
1: right, it's like watching Pistons GM Troy Weaver. Like it's just awkward conversation. Are you gonna? So <laughs> are you gonna watch the Indiana Nebraska game? It's at night. Um, I'll probably flip around. It's that, cur- it's that morbid curiosity like it was for Hawaii. and. Like how uh, bad is it? It was at Hawaii and New Mexico. and I found New it Mexico last State week on the street. Sport. Yeah, Flow sport. It's kind of that morbid curiosity of like, geez, how bad? Because normally games like that end up being truly entertaining. It's no nutritional value, yeah. but you'll you watch that game. Ohio State Rutgers three thirty game. Ohio State's forty point favorites. My only thing it's about come down Ohio a little. State is this: Ohio State has yet to have that clunker game yet. That game where it's you scratch your head and say, "What am I watching? Why?" Are, when they shoot themselves in the foot and the other team just benefits from it. They normally have one a year where you're like. It's normally between Purdue or Indiana. Maryland's been that team. It's a team that you just assume, because they get up for games, but it's when they play those bottom-feeding teams, there's some days they don't show up. They should show up for Rutgers. Rutgers are still struggling to find a quarterback. Well, I think they may have found one, but, geez, Ohio this should be an easy test for Ohio State. Starters shouldn't even play a half in this game. It's at home. Shocking. I don't think they played a row. Next week, when they come to Michigan State, will be the first time they've left Columbus. You thought Michigan's schedule was bad?
2: Yeah. Well, and even coming to Michigan State, it's still
1: gonna. It might feel like a home game if State loses this week. Oh no, no! There's going to be a ton of Ohio State. Fans even there. even if State wins this week, Ohio State fans have already bought those seats. It's it's going to be O H I O ringing throughout the four corners of the stadium. Speaking of which. I like Northwestern's new digs. I don't know if you've seen them yet.
2: Oh, they got new uniforms?
1: No. Ryan Field, the old Ryan Field is going to get torn down, and they have a brand-new Ryan Field that they're going to build, a state-of-the-art kind of thing. Kind of has that feel of uh, it's open air, but it kind of has that little bit of feel of how the Rams' place looks, it's SoFi Stadium. It's going to be oh my smaller. God. Yeah, you see it. <clears throat> it's going to be smaller. So it's only going to hold 35,000 people, which is fine because Northwestern doesn't sell out. I think Spartan Stadium should be reduced as well. They're tearing down the old Ryan Field and I guess the Field Family is going to build this 800, 000, 800, I'm sorry, 800 million dollar stadium Not privately funded. And yeah, it can hold concerts. Man, at this point I was simply told the Field Family spend an extra 100 you know, 100 million, put a retractable roof. Is there a big difference between 800 and 900 million? Well, 100 million, but. <laughs> but I'm saying, once you, it's, it's like, Evan, once you buy something, it's like, dude, you might as well get that little bit extra because you can't go cheap. Now. I'm so biased, though. I love an outdoor game, so I would always no, say no no. no. no, but I'm saying for, but I would do the retractable roof. I love the elements. Okay, here's what I would do. How about we split the difference? What if you had a clear roof so you could see everything? Yeah, but I like them
2: playing on it. I love a good snow game, a good rain game. I don't know why, and I might be in the minority here with that, but I love it when the actual element plays into the game and – I don't know, that, no, that's no, no. me, but it's, in Chicago, you're right. Like, I wonder how
1: close it is to the water, actually. Well, I know their practice facility is it's right like, on the water.
2: Yeah, Lake Michigan,
1: yeah, it's so awesome. So I, I don't know, I don't think it's going to be on the water. You would think that it would, but yeah. Um, that thing is sweet. I don't know it if is. they deserve it, but it's sweet. I mean, it's private donors. So, I mean, if you think about this, people always talk about Northwestern. They now have the newest football and basketball facilities. Yeah, it's not often that you get a new college football stadium. Just to prove, like, the Breslin Center's going on 30 years yeah. old. so but just, It's nice on the <clears> inside. <throat> but. It is, no, but, I mean, it would be so nice. Like, what what amenities would you want to add to your football stadium if you had it? Because for me, yeah, I, I would want a retractable roof, one where, yeah, you know what, you can open it up. And depending on the opponent, you know, if you're playing Georgia, and it's November. Let it open. Open it up. Yeah. Nah, we're going to play in the elements. But if it's a game where you're just like, oh, weather's just going to be super crappy, like lightning's in the area. Well, okay, that you got me on. I can't say anything about that. When there's a I lightning delay. I was at that delay. Penn State game that the game started at noon. Oh, yeah. Ended at 830. It was awful. It was a six-hour lightning delay combined. Remember just sitting there like we were like, what are we going to do? Uh, and it so. was
2: a good game at that point, too. That's when, like, wasn't Barkley still on the
1: team and everything? Yeah. So, yeah, I would do the retractable roof. That would be my thing, and I would also go with field turf because that's just the way it goes. And
2: well, okay, so they have a nice new field, but do they have any chance to beat Penn State? I'm saying no. They're yeah. Penn State's well, favorite by 25 and a half. Well,
1: that's why the only reason I brought that game. Up. <laughs> Speaking of weather, though, Michigan State, Maryland, you may get your wish, Evan, because the remnants of Hurricane Ian. I supposed to be hitting the coast around the DC area, and uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but the the, the uh, over under combined score is dropping. What did it start at? Do you know offhand? It was in the 60s. Okay, it's at 58 and a half. I think now. It, the original was like 61 and a half or 62 and a half. Yeah, that's and it's starting to fall as you get closer and closer. They're trying to predict what the weather's going to be like, and it looks like there's going to be a, a pretty much a steady rain throughout the day. Now, if you're the Spartans, I guess you embrace that. What city do they play in? In uh, College Park, right outside D.C. Um, If you're the Spartans, man, you know, you don't know what the, the, I guess, Talia Tungvaloa's a game-time decision. He's saying that he wants to play. I got to wonder now, you know, based off what happened to his brother last night. Do you hold off? Are they going to say, you know what, son? We, we can't have both of you guys getting injured in the same week. No. So, and they say
2: um, 70% chance of rain.
1: So um, they don't know exactly where the rain's going to hit, but there's a great chance that once it starts, it's supposedly going to be like a, I don't, you know, it's not going to be hurricane conditions, but it sounds like it's going to be a steady drizzle throughout the day, which means running the ball. That gives Michigan State's secondary a break. You know, normally you don't like to throw the ball in the rain. We all saw that Michigan game in 2017 where it was really first one who scores has the advantage because now the second one, I mean, Michigan I think they had six turnover, five or six turnovers in it's that game. It's one of those game.
2: classic D'Antonio games where a punt was as good as a touchdown. Right, where
1: he just he threw the ball once and it was a shuttle pass mm-hmm. in the second half. I'm going to ride this thing out. I'm just going to do what I got to do to win this game. When it's almost
2: safer to have your defense on the field than the offense. Right,
1: because let them make the mistakes. And if we can capitalize, and honestly, unless the field goal is within 30 yards or less, I'm, still gonna, I'm either going to go for it or punt because I don't trust the kicker.
2: Yeah, well, Dan Campbell's not going to be out there, so we should be all right.
1: So, But th- this game, this is probably the, a must-win game. For Michigan State. Not probably. I'm listening, I'm listening to Tucker and he, I mean, and Hazleton and they're acting like, oh, it's just minor tweaks. I'm like, guys, minor tweaks. What are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Cause this thing is off the rails. It's completely. I mean, it <clears throat> you lose this one and Evan, I don't see six wins. I don't see a bowl game. No, you might lose six I, in a I, row. You know what you see? You you see Malik Carr and Keon Clark playing against Oakland. Yeah. In December, because they got nothing else to do. <laughs> We're so used to it, but they got nothing else to do in December. They'll be on the hoop team. Yeah, because okay, you got Rutgers, you got Indiana, you got Illinois, which is not a gimme. No, but that's they're also... only five. You somehow got it between Maryland, I Maryland, think between Ohio Maryland, Maryland State, Ohio Wisconsin. State, Wisconsin, and Michigan and Penn State. You're gonna have to find one more victory. I think it's easier if you're three and two, you'll get the morale of the team back because I got to think this thing is starting to spiral when the defense is holding private meetings already. And oh, right. Oh, there. They had a private meeting the next day. That's normally the warning sign. If this thing goes bad and they lose and you got Ohio State next week, an embarrassment there. Good luck.
2: Good spiral I mean, quick, good, yeah. good.
1: luck trying to keep the psyche of the team there. And that, that's why I'm like, okay, this this is a must win for them. And maybe this rain can help them out. It'll be more so of a running game. Now, they do have Hembe. Maryland has Hembe, the running back. He's pretty good. Like I said, I don't know what the quarterback situation is. But I, after, after seeing what happened to Tua last night and him just spazzing out and his Whew. fingers just locking up. Scary and, stuff, man. Then you got Al Michaels like, well, it's a back injury. Like, no, it's not. Dude, that is not a back injury. So his younger brother got injured in the Michigan game. He's a game-time decision. We'll see if that affects it along with the rain. So, But if you're MSU, you can run the ball. Defensively, it gives you maybe if you're praying for a heavy rain, you're you're praying for that Michigan game in 2017 where, you know, a lot of tip passes and and whatever because you you don't – If that's the case, especially if the rain comes later in the game, this is where, like in 2017, D'Antonio broke out all the trick plays early. And I'm sure people were like, what is going on? Why? Oh, you guys must be afraid. And he knew these won't work in about 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And it was like everybody knew the rain was coming, except for Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, as they were like, no, we're going to do all this stuff in the second half. It's like, well, it's not fair. Like, guys, you could have did this in the first half. We'll have to wait and see. But... For Michigan State, yeah, must win. Now, the other game starting at noon, the big noon kickoff, which I think is still just an embarrassment. Uh, I, hey, partner. I mean, honestly, Fox should just say they should just hire Doug and Jansen because this is becoming the Michigan network. Well, Michigan's going to be on big noon kickoff three out of four weeks. They've already gone to Ann Arbor. They mm-hmm. went to Ann Arbor last week. Why? Yeah, it ended up being a good game. It Ended up so being a good game, out, but, but all it was—it was like a Michigan pep rally. I seriously, I was expecting Doug and John to just show up. It was like Charles, okay, Charles Wilson waving the Michigan
2: flag. I just can't get over that. I have never seen anybody act like that. Like professionalism's out the window. Like when you sit at that desk, you know, you were taught, I was taught, Dude, you can't have a bias.
1: How bad is it that he makes Desmond Howard look credible?
2: Well, it's crazy. That's to me. bad. Because you can't convince me that he's doing anything different than you and I are doing at the ballgame, right? right? You're covering the game in some sort of fashion, right? right? But if I show up and I'm waving a Michigan State flag walking to that stadium, I'm probably going to lose my credential, right? right.
1: It was like the, when Jansen had the Michigan Blazer. But you work for the team. Yeah, you're part of the extra. So I understand that. And you know what?
2: Yes, yes. It's not a national bro- – like, he wouldn't have done that on Big Ten Network john no way no
1: right if he's coming from me nah, he's not He's gonna be professional but it once again it's the clown show that i don't is. even think the field should let him do that like you're a broadcaster running across
2: the field at that point like i get it that you were a heisman trophy winner and everything i don't see reggie bush doing that at usc or matt leinart doing that at usc or urban meyer stepping on the field at ohio state and doing something crazy it's just it's it's wild to me, but anyway, let's
1: talk about the actual
2: game and not that guy.
1: Iowa, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan's favorite. I think now it's eleven points. But here's the thing: uh, we I had a caller yesterday. Kurt Ferris is five and zero as a home dog, um, winning the game, not just the spread, but just flat out winning the game. Um, he's five and one against top five opponents in kinnick stadium this is the place as jim harbaugh paraphrases the place where top five teams go to die mm-hmm. this is a place that has an aura about it that nobody wants to play and put it this way even the one game they lost i think it was in 2019 to penn state it happened on the very final play of the game penn state scores juwan johnson scores uh from trace mcsorley yeah and that was the ball game. But it, it, was, it was just that tight that it came down to the final play. Iowa tried to make a stand, and they didn't get the stand. Penn State did. Other than that, when you're a top-five team, you go to Kinnick, you normally take the L in that game, including last year, Penn State. Got the quarterback knocked. Clifford gets knocked out the game. Penn State had a lead 17-3. to Final score, 23-20. to
2: That's wild. It really is. And, I mean, you also got to think – Iowa did not forget last year in the big 10 title game No, and losing 42 to three. I felt, I personally felt Michigan was putting it on them for whatever reason. I mean, they were running trick plays and everything under the sun. So they're going to remember that they're pissed off. I understand that their offense literally can't score
1: this year. But that defense is
2: scary. I mean, five points a game is what they're holding
1: teams to. Number six defense. They're scoring. And they are number 131. They are dead last in total offense. Yeah. There's nobody underneath them. We make the jokes about uh, Hawaii and all of those teams and Utah State. They're worse than them offensively. The defense is averaging more points than the offense. Now. This is the first time that J.J. is going to leave the friendly confines of the big house. This is the first time he's going to go on the road and face an adverse crowd. Not coming off the bench, but they are the diagramming, show is his. Yep. They're diagramming a defense against you. Last week against Maryland, I give him about a B-. He didn't look great. As a matter of fact, a lot of the things that I saw in him, I saw in Cade. Except for Cade can't play. He's got to stay healthy. Because as I said, Penn State had him last year. And then knocked out Sean Clifford, and that was a totally different ball game. And you got to go all Bajon Robinson and carry that football with you everywhere and you I go. Don't, and here's the thing. I don't – you're going to have to because he hasn't turned the ball over yet, but, man, it's, it's like a turnover waiting to happen. Oh, the
2: opportunities are there.
1: I don't know what's going on with Donovan Edwards, Blake Corum. I, I don't think this is a game that you could run Blake Corum that many times without – Wearing him down. If you're Michigan, if you're Jim Harbaugh, you got to tell J.J. It's better to throw the ball away. It's better to take a sack. Don't do anything stupid. Let's punt the ball. If you're at the 50, Jim likes to go for it. He's He's got some Dan Campbell in him. I wouldn't. Play the field position game. Just punt the ball back and forth and just start over again because Iowa's offense is so bad. you Chances are you're going to get it right back at around the 50 with four new sets of downs. Right, Patience. Iowa, this ain't even a rock fight. I don't even know what this is. Iowa's is going to slow this thing down. If you're Michigan, the magical number is two. Two or more turnovers, and I think you lose this game because Iowa thrives on that. That's why I said patience because that secondary is like a spider's web. You think that receiver's open. He's not. That's how they get you. You throw in it deep and it's gonna get picked off. You gotta protect the ball when you get sacked. Just don't be a hero in this game because the other two is if you can score and make it a two-score lead, it's over. That's the equivalent of being up by 35 points. Well, and they can't come back. Control the ball, too. I mean,
2: if listen, if you're out there doing five, six minute drives, then you so what, you punt, they go three and out, then that defense has to come ah. right back up. They're a great defense. Yeah,
1: forget forget the
2: line. But when Just you're playing win. 40 minutes a game out there on the defensive side of the ball, you're going to wear them down. Flat out. I mean, it's what, it's what Michigan did last year. They wore teams down, and then they hit them when they were – I mean, it's going to be – I think this is going to be very similar to the game at Penn State last year, where Michigan's going to have to make a play at the end of the game. And the question is – Can they make that play? Yeah. It does seem like they're going to get Donovan Edwards back this week, which is going to be a plus for them. But listen, he's had a few good games. I don't know if he's exactly the one-two punch that they had in Haskins and Coram last year, but it makes him a lot better because you saw Stokes get one carry fumble. That was it. Right. And you're right. If you put too much tread on Blake Coram's tires – yeah, he's, he's not thing, a guy that's going to get punished. You don't he's a finesse this, guy.
1: You don't want this to become Spencer Petras's coming out party as well. He's been struggling. We're going to find out if the defense can can go out there and put the pressure on. They got tested last week, and honestly, they didn't impress me too much. They didn't. I mean, my guy, Maryland gave you a gift early in the game, three seconds in, and that was had the difference to, in the game. They had to play catch up. If they, if that, if they just get get the ball, I mean, they may have scored. And turn this whole thing around because that's the big thing is what happens when Michigan goes down? Yes. What's that team going to be like? You don't want that happening at Kinnick because now that crowd is going to be on top of you. And if I'm Michigan, if I'm Harbaugh, I'm playing it smart. Field position, punt the ball. Honestly, I'm probably not doing any trick plays. I'm probably not trying to do too much out of the ordinary because if you lose that ball and you fumble it on a short field, Iowa smart enough, Iowa will beat you 18-14, to meaning they kick six field goals. Yeah. But they don't care. No. They beat you. Yep. Good luck with that. So we'll see. And the other game, Minnesota and Purdue – Minnesota's hot, man. You just want to um, see if they're for real with this one, nah, right? No, I think – well, this is not a real test because Aiden O'Connell's out. So Purdue's coming with a backup quarterback. It's going to be at Minnesota. This should be another game. Put it this way. The schedule is so favorable for Minnesota. I think they're in – they're probably going to be – they got. They only got one really other game, and that's going to be Penn State. The game against Penn State on the 22nd – of uh, during the bye week, Michigan-Michigan State bye week, They win that game, they're headed to the Big Ten Championship game to represent the West. They could probably lose that game, and they're still going to go because I don't think anybody in the West is going to beat them. I mean, I guess technically it would come down to the final week against Wisconsin, but that's a balanced team. They're not getting credit because I don't think people give P.J. Fleck credit for being a coach. He's more like a comic book character, but – the offense and the defense, solid. They will just grind you to a pulp. It's not sexy. It's not, oh, my God, did you see this? But you saw Tanner Morgan going out there, 23 for 26. Yeah, because you can just control the game when you have an awesome running back. That listen, he's And not- you know what? When, when you have a defense, now, it, it's fortunate because Minnesota does not have to play Ohio State, and they won't have to play uh, Michigan. No. So Penn State. In Michigan State, I guess, were their big test. Well, they have Iowa and Wisconsin at the end of the year, no, no, but, which but I, we don't know. Yeah, we don't.
2: So no. if Iowa wins this game against Michigan, we might be like, okay, this might be a real test for them
1: at the end of the year. Cause, but, like you said. Now, normally, the thing about Minnesota, Minnesota's like uh, Maryland. When the lights get brighter, man, they can't do anything. Well, you remember, they disappoint was
2: you. it Flex first year? And it came all the way down to the last game. And it might have been, I think it was Wisconsin yeah. that they had to beat. and.
1: 40X. What he acts,
2: yeah, and and they failed. Yeah. I mean, but you got to give Fleck credit, man. Just the fact that, like, listen, the last couple of years haven't been the best for him. <laughs> he plays a very conservative, by the book game. I think uh, your partner, Mike Vlanny, always talks about comparing football to blackjack, where you gotta play by the rules or play by the book. And the moment that you go against the book, everything's out of whack. And PJ Fleck is listen. He's not going to turn it over. He's not doing anything crazy. No, he's not.
1: Minnesota is not this sexy team, but they're, I think they're going to steadily. They'll grind fucking, your they remind, ass. They remind, the way they're playing, they remind me a lot of Michigan State last year that came out of nowhere, and at the end of the season, I mean, everybody wanted to discredit State, but in the end it was like, guys, they just keep winning games. Yeah. Every time you pick them or lose, and they won, and then they won, and then they won. Except for when we expected them to win, and then they lost right. against I, Purdue. I, I look at this, and this is going to be a game. Yeah, they should probably go in there, and, and Purdue coming out. A, no count. not playing. Backup QB. They're going to have to run the ball. They're going to be very one-dimensional. And, and I think kind of like last week with Michigan State, you're going to see uh, Minnesota with, like, plus 40 minutes in time of possession. It's crazy. So, yeah. Any questions?
2: You know what? I don't because it's just a show me this week. I mean, just oh, we haven't seen the uniform
1: yet. Yeah, we have. Oh, have we?
2: What are they going? And on? ironically enough, all white.
1: They went back to the all whites that they wore in Washington.
2: But they like never win in those uniforms. I think they're one. You know in what? Something. Here's
1: what I'm thinking: that until they win, you're, you're not going to see the gruff. And you shouldn't you're reward not them, see them with the anything. State. You're not going to see any of that stuff because I thought at least, you know, change the helmet. You, no, it's just going to go the all white. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a uh, Kendall Brooks. He okay, like he was in a studio. Okay, I'm gonna have to go watch. Yeah, that he one. was in a studio, and he spun around in the chair, and he had the all basically the same all white helmets. Okay, so yeah, I, it'll, it'll be these helmets along with the all whites, so in the white shoes. So the the stormtroopers, which they all die. Stormtroopers, all get shot, <laughs> right? And they can't hit anything. No. <laughs> Probably want to go with a different feel and a different look.
2: Oh, we're not going to get into that fruit fly talk again, are we? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No, we're not. All right. Well, let's just hope. I just want to see some good football games. That's it. Listen, you, everybody understands I want Michigan to lose every single game that they play. But the older I'm getting, the more that I want to see just a good football game. I don't
1: care how it happens. Well, this is a game that... Geez, probably first one to 17
2: wins. It's the biggest game on the schedule this week for Big Ten teams, I would say.
1: First one to 17 wins. Yeah, too bad it's not a night game. But here's the other thing.
2: Well, in those five and one, you mentioned it early. You know, only two of those were night games. Right. The other one's... Finished at night? Yeah, but they start at 3.30. They start
1: at 3.30. This one starts at noon, so it'll be bright and sunny the entire day, but so was last year's Michigan-Michigan State game. Let's roll, baby. I'm ready. We'll see. All right, for Evan, I'm Rico. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Make sure you tell your friends, keep subscribing, keep liking. We'll be back for a wrap-up, weekend wrap-up of the five-star zone. Go. Thanks, dude. Ah, Thank you.